This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, welcome to CarCast. We've got some fun stuff for you today. We're going to chat all about the Goodwood Festival of Speed, what was going on over there. Goldberg calls in from the road. He's got a few cool updates of what's going on. And did I or did I not buy a Ford Lightning truck? We're going to tell you all about it coming up. But before we get started, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Continental. If you think of all the weird things that you find in cars, I'm not just talking about French fries or melted crayons. I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, stuff that makes you wonder about folks. Well, another thing that will make you wonder are Continental belts but certainly in a good way. I bet you didn't know that they're OE and millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. And now Continental has launched the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series of belts. These are the serpentine belts that we've got pretty much everywhere in all of our new cars. Ooh, in our supercharged cars. These belts are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function for 98% of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. And now Continental's Technology Series Multi-V Belt is available. It's the belt with the OE pedigree. You can get the full story at oetechnologyseries.com. And, of course, CarCast brought to you by Dodge. It's Dodge Performance Days where we celebrate speed, power, and performance, and that new car smell gets replaced by the scent of burnt rubber, especially with the Dodge Charger, which is available best-in-class 485 horsepower. All right, let's get started. Carcast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. We got Bill Goldberg calling in and uh, a little shift in schedule for us today. So uh, Goldberg is uh, calling in from the car, hitting the road, uh, going out and getting some work done. So uh, there's probably going to be a little bit more background noise than usual. We apologize for that, but uh, that's uh, that's what we're doing. We'll, we'll see what we can do to clean that up. But Yeah, uh, the only background noise you're going to get from me is a big supercharger whining, so I don't <laughs> think people will complain. About it. Yeah, well, I I could hear I could hear that I can hear uh, I can hear uh, I don't know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I can I can definitely hear the supercharger on the phone. Um, right on. Well, we've got a lot of things going on, and uh, I, I will tell you that um, first of all, we we spoke on the show a while back about. Uh, about getting out to events, getting out to some racing events and going to see NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, drag racing and stuff. And, and we promised we'd have some tickets for you guys. And, and we do. Uh, we've got, we've got a few sets of tickets to Bristol Motor Speedway, uh, for some of their, uh, NASCAR events. 
Um, so what we're going to do is is uh, today on this show, hopefully, and the next few weeks, we're going to be giving away a few pairs of tickets. We'll let you know on Twitter and, and uh, Facebook and whatnot. We'll let you know on our social media when to be calling in. But uh, we put it out there today, so hopefully some guys call in. We'll be giving out some tickets. And definitely go go to the event, and then uh, we, we'd like to work it out where you give us a call uh, and let us know what you thought. So we do have several pairs of tickets to Bristol Motor Speedway. Uh, and I just found out I have a couple pairs of tickets to an IndyCar race in September at Laguna Seca, which is beautiful and the track is fantastic. So uh, uh, if you're over by Bristol, we got some tickets for you. And if you're on the West Coast, I've got some IndyCar tickets for you that'll come up uh, in a few weeks. So keep listening, pay attention to social media, follow me, follow Bill, follow uh, CarCast, and we'll hit it up on all of those so you guys know what's going on. Uh, so we're going to start getting some calls and stuff. But first, uh, I want to tell you guys about Brembo. We're very happy and excited to have Brembo as part of the show now. 60 to 0. Brembo has been stopping champions on the track as well as drivers like you and me on the street for over 50 years. Brembo is the world leader in braking systems and has now made replacement uh, replacing the brakes on everyday vehicle even easier. They have domestic, Asian, and European models for subcompact cars to full-size pickups. BremboStoreUSA.com is the place to go to buy genuine Brembo OE equivalent replacement brake components. Whether it's UV-coated brake discs, low-dust premium ceramic brake pads, or high-temperature brake fluid, go to BremboStoreUSA.com now to get the brakes, which have been the choice of champions for over 50 years. And for a limited time... Use code CARCAST10, that's CARCAST, the number 10, all one word, to get 10% off your first purchase and help you achieve that 60 to 0 braking performance you deserve and expect from Brembo. We use them over here for sure. I've got them on my M3. We've got them on the race cars. Uh, We've custom developed brakes here in-house for some of the race cars. So check it out, brembostoreusa.com. CarCast10 is the code to get 10% off. All right. Happy to have those guys on board. Good quality stuff. I like advertisers where where we definitely use all the products, you know? Uh, and uh, I'm all over that Brembo stuff. So uh, thank you for that. So, all right. Uh, we're going to wait to get some calls, but we've got a few things going on. Um, a little follow-up on last week as well is we were talking about, should I get a Ford Lightning or not? Should I get a Gen 1 Ford Lightning? And uh, I put it out on social media. Lots of interaction. You guys were so fantastic for commenting and giving me ideas and telling me, should I do it, should I shouldn't do it? And the consensus was every dude out there is like, yeah, you should get it. Those things are awesome. I remember those in the day. And then every girl I know is like, no. (laughs) <laughs> you should do it. <laughs> you a lesson to not try to satiate anyone else's. Uh, well, uh, I I heard I heard what you guys said. I had to go with the majority of you, and I purchased a 1995 Ford Lightning. It is in Oregon. I don't know how I'm going to get it yet. I've got to go get it, but the deal is done. Uh, if you're in Oregon, you want to drive it on back. Come on by. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, fingers crossed we'd f- talk about it a little bit. If uh, Mr. Warman and uh, the, the Mopar guys can uh, get the uh, 99 Dodge Ram with the 392 swap finished, yeah, then uh, hopefully those things will be riding tandem from Oregon. I know. That would be fantastic. We can get them both here at the same time. But now I'm I'm itching to get this thing. So Warman better hurry up because I'm going to make yep. a decision soon. <laughs> you got it, but I know you're cheap, so uh, you might want to wait a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I could I could probably wait a little bit. Like I I I put it out there. I was like, I got a couple of shipping quotes. It's kind of pricey, and then uh, and then Adam called and he's like, "Did you get the truck?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "How much is it to cost to ship it from Oregon?" I said, "It's like twelve hundred bucks." And he's like, "Oh, he's like the problem with twelve hundred." Is it's like it's it's right on the bubble of like if it was fifteen hundred you can say no I'm not doing it if it's a thousand or less you could say that eh, seems reasonable I'm in on that twelve hundred is like right on that mark where you're like I don't love the number I mean I guess I could do it but like what do I do and then he said hey I'm doing a couple of shows in Portland he's doing some live stand up shows in Portland at the have him drive it back and well I said that too but he was like. Well, how about you just fly out to the shows, come see the shows, and then we'll have a rental car there. We'll just take you to go get your truck, and then you drive it home. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, are you going to pay for my flight in the hotel room while I see your shows? or Because or, otherwise I feel like eh, it's going to be about the same. But uh, yes. yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know yet. But I'm excited I'd say about this thing. Eight hundred is a reasonable price to get it back from there. Uh, yeah. Anything beyond that is uh, needs to be negotiated, uh, you know, especially with an open trailer. But yeah, I I think you're right. I think I think that's probably about the right dollar amount. Um, uh, if I can come up with some way to do something like that. Um, but you know, I'm excited about it. I spoke to the gentleman that's own that owns it. Um, he's taken real good care of it. So it was originally. I believe from Montana, and the the guy that owned the dealer or worked at the dealer uh, in Montana in the '90s bought it and immediately put on one of the Powerdyne Ford Motorsport centrifugal superchargers. Um, not the best supercharger in the world. I think the company's out of business, but it's kind of like a uh, like a Vortec or a Pro Charger, but. It's got a belt drive in it, and it doesn't use an oiling system. Um, and the belts stretch, and they get it rebuilt over time. They're good for a few pounds of boost, but don't make a lot of power. However, it's on there already. So, um, and he's got some exhaust on it and stuff, which we'll, we'll probably. It's all very old, dated stuff. I don't know the condition of it. I'm sure we're going to hit up. Uh, 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 I'll be putting some some Magnaflow stuff on there, and uh, get it uh, get that sound that I want. But the supercharger is interesting because I'll use it for a while, uh, but now that the supercharger is on there, the, the brackets and the pulleys and stuff are there. I could probably modify those brackets and step up to like a pro charger or something on it and have some fun. But uh, so, so the original owner was the guy that worked at the dealer, bought it new, put – Powerdyne did a deal I believe back in the day with Ford Motorsport to, to make the Ford Motorsport blower. They just – you know. Uh, 
white labeled it for them or something. Um, so that's why the dealer was able to install that basically from new. And the guy that owns it now bought it from him. He's like the second owner. He's taken care of it. It's always been kept indoors. <laughs> and he's owned it for like 17 years. Uh, so it hasn't really been beat on. He's an older guy now that uh, likes it, doesn't have room for it anymore. He's got a couple of other muscle car projects. And he basically said, uh, I don't want to store it outside. It's been in, inside its whole life. It's It's got under 100,000 miles on it. And uh, – We'll see. I'm going to bring it back, and we're going to have a little fun with it. It's black, by the way. I, uh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's black. It's got the original wheels, all the original motor stuff. It's got the original GT40 heads and intake. Like I said, he's he's done like uh, suspension and the supercharger on it. Um, I think he's got like a hard tonneau cover. I'm on the fence about. You know, I'll try it for a while. If I don't like it, I'll ditch it. But. Um, but other than that, uh, it's it's clean and it looks good, and I am excited about that. And uh, I've been doing what all you guys do, I'm sure. I've just been uh, uh, scouring the forums and and the shopping sites and and all that stuff, and figuring out uh, what's the best way to go with with a couple of little mods here and there. But uh, I'm a truck guy now. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that in itself is kind of laughable, but you know, you got to hey, you got into it with the right vehicle, man. It's it's um you look at it a lot of different ways. Um I was talking to Austin yesterday and yeah. it, all it boils down to is you're happy with it. It's going to provide you with the excitement that this car culture provides with us throughout, you know, our lifetime. And uh just have fun, dude. Period. End of story. It, it's the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I'm not saying that because that's an ugly truck. I'm just saying it's an off, you know, it's an off off make uh, and and a, a specialized vehicle. They're bitching, man. I, I love them. I, I tell it's, you, it's uh, so. It, there's there's sort of two schools of thought with vehicles that we buy. Is we buy like some modern stuff and things like that because you know we love the look or we think it's badass or something. And then we buy some of these older things because it's nostalgic to you personally in some way. Like you went to high school with that car or your dad had one or the girl you had a crush on and never talked to like had one or something. Like there's always some sort of history to it or or a song that you heard that really kind of resonated with you creates that memory in a car and and for me those 90s you know fox body mustangs and the pickup trucks were were there and i just kind of like the idea of having the mustang cobra of trucks i've got the 93 cobra and i've got the first gen lightning to go with it and i who knows who knows how long i'm going to keep it for conversation you and i were having when i was looking to buy that srt truck and i still am looking to get one yeah the srt 10 are they the most valuable vehicles in the world are they the fastest are they the coolest no to all of the above but what does it do for me yeah you know as long as it provides me that feeling i don't care what it's worth i don't care what people think and uh you know it's 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 all about filling that void yeah uh you know know, and hopefully you guys don't mind us talking about it because uh all you guys listening we're going to talk about it a lot (laughs) (laughs) and if you mind then uh, hey call in new ideas yeah. Or provide us with more cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that's good. I'm excited about that. When I get some more information, I'll get some pictures when I get a hold of it. Um, there was a few photos the guy sent me. They're not very good. I want to get it over here and clean it and take some photos and really do the sort of the before and after of 
of what we can do to this thing. And I spoke to uh, to our buddy Ray McClellan over at Full Throttle Customs. Uh, you've heard about Ray before. He's our tuning guy. Um, he's tuned some of the Paul Newman cars and and uh, all kinds of stuff for us. Um, but uh, he's the same school of thought of us, and he kind of made his bones. He basically cut his teeth on on old school uh, Mustangs and, and muscle cars and these Lightning. So it, I talked yeah, I to love him. This. I talked to him. I was like, "Hey, I want to do the Lightning." And the difference between that and the Mustang is the fuel injection system. The Mustang has a mass air meter. It has a mass air system. The truck doesn't. It has what's called a speed density system. It's it's not very tunable, and it, it doesn't work well with, like, a bigger cam. So I talked to him, and he's like, hey, he's like, we got to do a mass air conversion. But aside from that, he's like, don't worry about it. I've tuned a million of these things. Uh, we'll get it any way you want it. And uh, I, he might end up doing some of the work on it for me as well because uh, he do some of these builds and stuff like that. What The one thing he did say is – all these lightnings that are running around with the pro charger and some with the vortex supercharger on them they're they are all old school systems where they have the supercharger just blowing right into the motor with no intercooler at all and he's saying that's so antiquated we can get yeah, so no. much power intercooler is the way to go i said great there's no kit what do i do and he said i've done a bunch of air-to-air intercooler conversions on the supercharged lightnings considering they only made like eleven and a half thousand of these things and he's probably tuned two dozen of them maybe three dozen of them. (laughs) and he's like i may actually have he said i may have one of the intercoolers they fabricated for that truck in in like his storage unit or something. I was like, great, go dig in there. Let's do it. So uh, so he's the guy. And uh, we might actually have him come into the studio and, and walk us through all the stuff that's going on because he's he's uh, he's the best. Um, you might remember him. He was on Car Warriors. He was on that Speed Channel show, Car Warriors, with Brad Fanshawe, my co-host on Shift and Steer, and Jimmy Shine, our, uh, our oh, old wow. hot rod buddy. Um, so he was... Uh, Jimmy Shine was the host, and there was two tech hosts. They each were a team lead, and it was uh, Brad and it was uh, Ray. Um, so you guys have seen him on TV. He's a good dude. Um, all right, so we're going to get into uh, – I want to get into some of the stuff at the Goodwood Festival of Speed. I, I, I'm kicking myself for not being able to go out there this year. I'm sure you are as well, Bill. Uh, it's such a yep. great event. Um, and they just keep debuting cool stuff out there and – uh, it's, it's just been a fantastic event. I'm bummed that we missed it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we missed, we missed the, uh, the, the actual kind of first drive of that, uh, of the new McLaren GT. That's right. The McLaren GT that we talked about before that I know you really love, uh, that car was there in that gold. It's the one car they have. They ran the hill climb up there and that, um, it looked great. It looked fantastic. It wasn't quite as loud, but I know they're doing that. They're like, Hey, we want this to be more of a street car. This is going to be a weird thing. Like, uh, we're going to get a hold of one of those cars at some point and drive them. And I feel like we're going to be craving an, an exhaust. It's, it's the fine line between, do you want an everyday supercar if there is such a thing, or do you want it to have a little bit more exhaust noise to it? I, you know, I, I think, you and I and probably most people listen to this show are going for a little bit more noise. <laughs> but, yeah, I kept waiting for it to to twist up and uh, be a little bit louder on that run up up Goodwood, but yeah. it never happened. You no. know, but uh, that that's that's in their plan. It uh it it scooted up that hill pretty good, but uh 
Uh, and there's a video posted of that. So if you guys want to see that uh, uh, video, it's uh, – I want to say it's all part of – you know what you should do? You should find – you should follow Goodwood on Instagram. They have the Goodwood yeah, Festival of there, Speed. Yeah, there's a number of them. But I think it's the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Yeah, I, it might be like Goodwood FOS is their yeah. Instagram, but uh, the Goodwood Festival of Speed and the Goodwood Revival. But follow Goodwood on Instagram because they have great camera footage – of the hill climb because they put great cameras and stuff all over and uh so you, you see mad see... mike's new car this year oh i didn't no <laughs> yeah event i think it's an aventador it's a lambo uh you know so uh all the escapades that he was doing going up that hill in the last couple of years yeah have uh have have been uh he upped the ante a little bit so uh it's pretty wild watching i mean there's no question that i miss being there uh, yeah. two years in a row that was an unbelievable experience. But I love um, the event, and I I have not had the chance to even drive the event yet. But just walking around and talking to the guys and seeing the cars and hearing them and the big, the big gala event at night is it's such a great event. Um, uh, there's a few more cars over there that were standing out. But before we uh, get into that, let me tell you a little bit about Dodge. There's no better time to celebrate speed, power, and performance than during Dodge Performance Days. So hurry in and replace that new car smell with the scent of burnt rubber. Check out Dodge, guys. Um, so speaking of muscle cars, uh, there was a few things that went up that hill. Um, our buddy Von Gittin Jr., he's a nut, man. He's, I love him. He's fun. He's exciting. He, he, I think last year he like wore a suit with like Pac-Man all over it uh, to the gala event. <laughs> Um, and then uh, this year he had a crazy suit, and his wife like is an MMA fighter. <laughs> uh, uh, they're just they're such a wonderful couple. They're so much fun. But so he brought his um, his drift uh, Mustang up there, um, but also Ford brought out the new Shelby GT five hundred. Uh, and the Shelby GT500, as we know, is, I don't know, 760 horsepower, paddle shift. Um, and he got a chance to take that thing up the hill, and it sounds sick, man. That car sounds fantastic. Um, it's definitely up there with uh, with the best of these loud modern muscle cars and the Jags for some reason. The Jag SVRs and the Range Rover SVRs got some of the best sounds out there. Um so uh, uh, he's got on Von Gittin Jr.'s Instagram. You can see the video for that and the Goodwood uh, Festival of Speed Instagram. He's uh, he's got that going on. Um, sounds like you're making coffee. Sounds like a. Am I thinking of a foaming machine? I don't drink coffee, but I feel like what's the what's the what am I thinking of, Chris? It's like yeah, the milk the milk foamer. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> That's what it sounds like you're making. I don't know. Uh, uh, so anyway, more uh, good Festival of Speed stuff is our buddy Pete Brock, right? He's got or was a part of the team of the Di Tommaso race car. I want to say the P70 from back in the day. And over at Goodwood, they announced uh, Pete Brock was there for the unveiling. And Di Tommaso... Uh, announced a new supercar called the P-72. Now, a little background on this. So um, the uh, the European company, uh, car company, Apollo. Apollo has a supercar out, uh, 
which is, I believe, the Apollo IE. It's a crazy expensive, I don't know, like $2.5 million uh, supercar that they make. And uh, I don't know the, the whole background of it, but I want to say the Apollo IE uses a naturally aspirated V12 that they source from a Ferrari. Um, and it's very expensive and it's very fast. And this company had purchased like the rights and trademarks to Di Tommaso. And they announced the P72. And it's based off of the Apollo IE platform, but brought down to a much more reasonable $842,000. And it uses a V8. Uh, it, I believe it's going to be using a V8 instead of the uh, instead of the V12. They got to bring the price down somehow. Um, but it's uh, it's pretty crazy looking and very swoopy and and uh, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, Pete Brock, I think in 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 '66, Pete Brock designed the P70 car for the Can-Am series, which was in 1966. And back then, it was basically like Cobra-powered. It was like 4.7-liter V8 um, that, uh, you know, they probably brought it up to a big to big, uh, big block bore and stroke um, V8 uh, back in the day. So, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. The car looked cool. I think they're making like 75 of these. Uh, so, uh, if you got $842,000 burning your hole in your pocket... You might be able to get one. Of these. Uh, mark me down for three of them, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I'm Jeez. a truck guy now, so I'm out. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm working on that. I'm working on the M715, so I will. Uh, I will call the same BS as you. Uh, I'm a truck guy right now too, so I'm out. Yeah. Okay, you're out. You're a truck guy now too. Plus, Warman's got your truck, and I feel like when that's delivered, you're a truck guy. You know. Um, He's got the pickup truck. Did you say when or if? <laughs> I said when. When? Because now you know what? I have and, a vested again, interest in this. Again, again, people have got to understand that we're not bagging on Warman. Oh, no. He's, he's the nicest the, guy. He's caught in the middle, and he's. We're ask, I'm asking him to do stuff that is completely out of his realm, you know, because he doesn't work on trucks. And, you know, we thought it was going to be an easy swap. It hasn't been quite obviously, but people have got to understand I am playing around with Warman. I'm not bagging on him. Oh, no, no. Warman's the best. Complete difference. He's the nicest guy. He's great. Uh, We love chatting with him. Um, But now I'm going to start busting his balls on Twitter and be like, hey, drive Goldberg's truck down and tow mine on the way because I don't know if it's going to make it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, how about how about we drive yours down and tow mine because I don't know if mine's going to make it. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, maybe we should just get the truck and company to get them both. Uh, I don't know how that's gonna that's gonna happen. I think the truck will make it, but I'd like to kind of go through it first and see. There's a few yeah. things I'd like to see. Um, all right, so uh, I, we got some more Goodwood stuff, but um, how are we doing, Chris? On uh, anybody need tickets to a race? No, yeah, we just retweeted it, though. Yeah, we so just retweeted it. So we, and we also, kinda... if, if you want to just email us, too, we'll get you on the line uh, on a future show. Uh, yeah. CarCastShow at gmail.com. That's right. Do that, because we've got several sets of tickets to give out to this and to Indy. So tell you what, 
email us, carcastshow at gmail.com. Tell us that you want to go to this event. Make sure you can go. And uh, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll figure out what the dates are for these events, and we'll put them out there as well. 17th, and, uh, August 17th, it's the night race. Seven sets of two, seven sets of a pair of tickets. Okay. And, uh, and they're all for... They're all for the yeah, 17th? They're, they're, they're all for the night race. That's the biggest race of the year, if you ask me. Um, you know, we're just trying to help NASCAR and help uh, BMS, you know, get as many butts in the seats as humanly possible and provide uh, everybody who wins that little package with a cool keepsake of a uh, Bristol Motor Speedway hat with each package. So we got seven hats and seven pairs of two tickets to go to the April 17th night Night race, Bristol Motor Speedway. All right, that's the date, okay. April se- or August seventeenth. August seventeenth. Yes, August seventeenth. Uh, so we're going to do this quickly. We're going to send out those pairs of tickets along with them hats. Um, you've got the tickets and the hats, right? Got the tickets and the hats, and uh, you know if, if everybody's a Kurt Busch fan, I can send them all to Kurt because he's on the cover of the ticket, and I can have him sign them all as a little added caveat. Yeah, how about you sign those hats? I can do that. That's easy. Yeah, why don't you sign those hats, and then we'll send them out to you guys. If you've gone to a race before, absolutely, you should go again. We love that. But if you haven't gone before, we want you to go to this event, and we want you to call us and let you know what you thought after the event in August. And you'll be going on us. So, I mean, what what a perfect way to first experience the coolest race in NASCAR, if you ask me. Yeah. Um. I wish there was a race in Portland so somebody can drive my truck back. <laughs> Let's talk about the the, the, the race yesterday. Um, you got a kid on his third start for the NASCAR series mm-hmm. that wins the race. Wow. Because of, because of rain delay, because of whatever it may be. But, you know, I mean, how about that? I mean, that's unbelievable right there. I mean, I was watching. Um, I couldn't stick with the entire race because of the delays. Yeah. But, you know, strategy, these, these guys, I mean, Kurt Busch could have been in the lead. It could have been his race, but, you know, they they chose to go in and pit and get four tires and gas. You know, it was it was a very strange deal if you were watching it um, right before the pace truck, mm-hmm. like how I put truck in there, the yeah, pace I, truck I hear you. crossed the line. Um, they said... Uh, uh, they said uh, one more to green or something like that, and I guess people made the decision, snap decision, and you know it's do you, you you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. And this kid on his third race in NASCAR wins yesterday, so it's pretty amazing. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, strategy, like you said, strategy is a big part of it. It's all about. It's just like. Uh, Haley, right? It's uh, Haley was the winner. Yeah, Justin Strategy Haley. Is a big part of it, but I mean, it yesterday really showed how much luck is also a big part of it too. You know, traditionally, they've been waiting. You know, they 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 worry about the the wetness on the track, but this lightning rule now, you, you got thirty minutes. Um, lightning strikes within eight miles of the track. You, it's a thirty minute delay. You know, you're on a thirty minute clock. And the clock expired yesterday, but I'll be damned if it didn't start raining. So it takes two to three hours to, to dry the track. So it's, uh, 
Yeah, there was a, kind there, of getting hit by this weather bug. It's really, really sucks. It was a two-hour and twelve-minute delay. I think that was going on at some point, and there was a, it was a, there was an accident with thirty-three cars. Oh, sorry, seventeen cars uh, were involved in an accident, and uh, allowed uh, young Justin to to move up the regs and uh, and and make a move. Well, congratulations. Good job. It was amazing, man. It was amazing. I want to make one other point. During the the delay, um, I think one other driver and Bubba Wallace grabbed a football, and they interacted with the fans. They went out on the track and started throwing the ball in the stands back and forth. And tell you what, man, you know, NASCAR, with these delays and the inability to be able to predict the weather, they need to come up with other things that are along those lines because I guarantee you uh, his popularity went up exponentially by him doing that yesterday. And in a downtime like that, they could expeditiously really take their time into consideration and become even more fan-friendly than they already are now. And uh, I think things like that are really going to help NASCAR when they're behind the eight ball and they're under rain delays. Yeah. Well, it's good. I uh, I wasn't able to watch it, but it sounds like it was an exciting race. I did see um, I did see clips of of the accident uh, with all those cars. Man, what a what a mess that was! But uh, hopefully, everybody was okay. And uh, and that's it. That's racing, man. And congratulations to, to Justin. It sounded like he made a move. And like you said, crazy, crazy race. You know, it 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 shines the light on uh, it shines the spotlight for a moment on one of the young racers that uh, you know could always use sponsorships and, and help and things like that. So I dig that. Um, all right. Before uh, we move on, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Geico. You've heard this before. Everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off your dry cleaning. You pick up some milk. Now you can add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list, and you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to do you can do today. Check out Geico.com. Uh, one more thing on the on the Goodwood event. So uh, VW had built this uh, all-electric – I want to say an all-electric racing car, but it's just purpose-built. It's not, it's, it's not really meant for any type of – racing sanctioning bodies but uh they built this car as as a great example of what they can do with electrification and of course putting it into sort of a racing platform so they brought out the volkswagen idr and the idr i want to say they had uh last year they set a time up the hill of 43 Point eight six seconds, and uh, uh, that was not quite the record, but it uh, was a lot faster than I went up the hill. Oh my gosh! (laughs) It's forty three point eight six seconds is what they did last year with this car. So they went back and they kind of readjusted some things, and they they made the car specifically to do things like track records and and hill climbs. And stuff. So it's already set like an EV record at Pikes Peak, and I believe it has a record at the Nurburgring. And uh, and now Volkswagen IDR set a record 
uh, for the hill climb. It ran 41.18 seconds. Actually, 41.18 seconds, but that was on the first day. And uh, and on the second day, he broke his own record with a 39.9. And not only broke the record, but broke the 40-second mark. And this thing moves, man. Like, if you go back and you watch the videos of of all the cool cars going up the hill, and then you watch the video of this one, you you think they're speeding up the video. You're like, man, this thing is fast. And even though it's electric, it makes a lot of noise. It doesn't sound like an, a combustion engine by any means, but it is not meant to be quiet. This thing, these motors, these electric motors are working. The reason why they were able to set these records is because when they did the car originally, they wanted it to have more of a range, so uh, more of a mileage range so they can uh, uh, do longer things. But now that they're just doing things like Nürburgrings and Pike Peak and Goodwood Hill Climb, they were able to put in smaller battery pack. The thing only needs to run like, I don't know, 12 and a half miles or something like that. Like it doesn't need to go uh, – uh, you, you know, it doesn't need a, to to do these really, really long things, So um, these long events. So uh, uh, this thing is fantastic to watch. Go back and watch the video. It's worth checking that out. Um, it's the VW IDR. It's ID point R, ID period R. That's how you'll find it. Um, uh, man, this thing was so fast to see. Uh, now you talk about you talk about electrification. I remember last year the the group that had the unmanned electro, electronic vehicles that were going up the hill. Yes, yeah. Now you had sent me something about a couple points we were going to hit, and one of them was the new series that uh, electric trucks are going to be on, uh, like a. Tell me a little bit more yeah. about that because I'm curious. Yeah, so that's what's going on. Is um, also <laughs> this is kind of new. Is the founder of Formula E? Uh, he is starting a new racing series. Um, I guess he's out of Formula E. Not not out like in a bad way. Like you know, he's stepping down as chairman. He wants to do some other things, and I guess he's still involved. Um, but, uh, his name is, uh, Alejandro. I, I'm going to mess up his last name. Agag, A-G-A-G, Agag. I don't know. But Alejandro, the Spaniard who created Formula E is, uh, launching a new series called Extreme E and it is, it is an off-road series. It's an off-road SUV series and it's going to be all electric SUVs. Um, I don't know who's building all of the cars or or if it's going to be like, is it like a dedicated chassis? Is it going to be like a Lola chassis? And, you you know, like for the race cars, you're going to build off of that. But, um, but there's a French company called Spark that uh, uh, had built the first one that he's using as the demo. And, and uh, the batteries were designed by the Williams Formula One team. These SUVs are capable of 0 to 62 miles an hour in 4.5 seconds. And, uh, uh, and they have a pretty good range. Um, it's going to be interesting because I, I think they are going to be uh, 
hydrogen powered. I believe that the the idea here would be hydrogen powered electrification, um, which is going to be uh, which is going to be pretty interesting. Um, I guess the the batteries use hydrogen fuel cells rather than traditional batteries, and uh, that's going to be uh, what they're going to do. Um, it seems kind of interesting. The uh, the the sort of the mock up um, SUV that they have is sort of a fastback looking SUV two door coupe. Um, I'm trying to think of an SUV two door coupe. It's got a little bit of like new Panamera. I'm sorry, new Cayenne Porsche Turbo Coupe and a little bit of like Range Rover Evoque two-door in it. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Something you would watch? You watch electric I, you SUVs? Know, I, I, <clears throat> well, you know, in the description, they've mentioned that they will be treading upon um, routes that traditional SUV racing could not and would not embark upon. Yeah. My question is, who's going to drive these things? <laughs> yeah, and I, would it be would it be more entertaining if they were unmanned, like the ones we saw at Goodwood? All right, if this if these were like I don't know if these are short races because of the amount of battery, or are they going to? Is it like Formula E where you switch vehicles to when you pit or or whatever? But um, there. I think it's going to be more fun to do than it will be to watch. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm thinking you're right. And uh, but you never you never know until we get the the skinny on everything. It's just there's so much up in the air right now. I, I'm in a quandary as far as how to pass judgment on it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess the question to to everybody listening is, how many of you are watching Formula E? And uh, you know, I know it's going through. Uh, changes they want to make things better and bigger and all this stuff and more manufacturers are getting involved how many of you guys are watching formula e now what do you think of it and would you be interested in an electric off-road truck series and you're right this doesn't sound like this is like short course trophy truck hit the jumps it's more like miniature baja type stuff i think uh, yeah, stuff like that. But um, I don't know. Well, it should be kind of interesting to see. Uh, I usually say anything with a motor makes me excited, but yeah. this has an electric motor, so I guess, hey, you know, um, I think it's worth a shot. There's no question about that. It's it's worth a shot. Um, you know, the things that we always seem to sort of skip over when we're talking about Goodwood is like all the cool rally racing and stuff that's going off in the distance. And I have yet to go out and watch some of that, but apparently this year it was pretty impressive. And then sometimes they bring those rally cars down and uh, they run them up the hill climb. And I was watching some of the videos of it, and there's so much fun to watch the rally cars do it because there's so much body roll because of the soft suspension that uh, – that uh, when they hit the starting line hard, the, it leans back and the car looks up in the, to, up in the air. It doesn't even seem like you can see out of the window, and it just digs in and then just hauls ass. And uh, so uh, again, just follow Goodwood on uh, on Instagram, and uh, and you'll see a bunch of these videos. Um, all right, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna 
wrap things up here and give this studio over to somebody else. And then uh, we'll get some calls for tickets. We're putting it out there now. We'll get calls for tickets um, in the next uh, week or two and hit us up on email as well. Uh, we want to remind you guys that uh, our next CarCast live event is at the World of Speed Car Show and a live CarCast. Adam and I will be interviewing Mario Andretti. It's August 30th. It's in Oregon. It's at the World of Speed uh, 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 Museum. You can go to worldofspeed.org, worldofspeed.org for tickets. Um, please come out and check that out. I am so excited about interviewing Mario Andretti. I want to go sit down with him and go, hey, I know you still go out to Indy, the Indy 500, and you run the tandem car all that time. When you walk around a pits, do you think everyone's a pussy because they got all this super high-end technology and you were running as fast as they were back in the day with, like, goggles on? <laughs> I'm more excited to hear what he thinks when, about your when lightning. Men were men, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm going to ask him truck questions about my lightning, as Chris said. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So the, that's it. We're wrapping things up, and we'll catch you guys next week and uh, give you some more updates on the car projects. Uh, you can Don't follow forget, us. Go to go to play make model app and uh, go one on one against me, and we're going to have you on there soon. Oh, I'm going to put pictures uh, of my lightning up there. absolutely you're gonna put pictures here all your vehicles up there and then uh we'll be able to do challenges man we should do some challenges once we uh get on the air next week check out the check out the app play the game uh search make model on the uh on your app stores and uh and play and uh, there's going to be some cool stuff um happening there as well so guys check that out you know where we are on social media so i'm not going to hit that one this week we'll remind you again next week and check us out at carcastshow.com um, thanks, man. Thanks for calling in and uh, enjoy your, your 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 time hitting the road, running, probably doing car stuff. I'm going to assume you're doing car stuff. Nah, no car stuff with me. Wink, wink. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks, Chris. Until next time, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. Be good. Be fast. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.